you are Locked On Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is Locked On Jazz for the 15th of November. A draft Wednesday. Fun show on that. A good news piece for the Jazz. Consistency by Rodney Hood. Getting ready for the road trip and what to look ahead and what to get accomplished, plus a matchup with Jeff Hornacek and the New York Knicks. It's all coming up on today's edition of Locked on Jazz. How are you? Welcome to New York City live, well, on podcast from New York City. I'm David Locke, radio voice of the Utah Jazz, Jazz NBA insider. Glad to be bringing you another edition of Locked on Jazz, your daily podcast on the Utah Jazz, giving you insight, expertise, analysis, stats, geekiness that you can't get anywhere else. Uh, the restaurant tour of 1718, I'm like committed to this unbelievable restaurant tour. I'm going to weigh like a million pounds. Actually, the better the restaurant, the less I feel uh, being terrible. Uh, went to an incredible Korean tasting menu last night. For those of you who aren't foodies, just really aren't going to give a crap about any of this. Uh, pricey. I don't um, I mean, yeah, pricey. Uh, Jung-sik, Jung-sik, J-U-N-G-S-I-K. Uh, amazing. Out of this world. Maybe I'll post a picture or two. I kind of, uh, but just black cod and lamb and uh, a prawn. I had a sea urchin, which I don't really like urchin, but I tried it. It wasn't bad. They had a crispy quinoa, incredible textures and flavors and contrasting textures and contrasting temperatures and just a genius chef. They won two Michelin stars, so that was that was cool. All right, I just try to share those things with you a little bit, um, and I've just decided that that's what this year's about. I had an amazing experience this summer going to a restaurant that was world-class, never done anything like that before, and so I'm really trying to do that this year and, and have those experiences. Uh, thus far, it's been pretty good. Hugo's in Houston was amazing. Bar La Grasse in Minnesota was amazing. Uh, who's looking at you? Another Korean in uh, L.A. So it's all good. All right, today's show is brought to you by the store. That's another place to get super food and get you ready for Thanksgiving weekend. i got a bunch of stuff to tell you about what's taking place with the store. They're out at 6200 South and 20th East. And then Grip 6 Belts is having their... Uh, store pre-Thanksgiving Black Friday sale going on this week. So they are sponsoring today's show. And it's Draft Wednesday, which is fun. Um, hopefully people will jump on. It's it's always weird because you're catching this as a podcast, but uh, maybe the last spots won't be filled. If you haven't done Draft Wednesday with us before, use the promo code LOJAZZ, and you can jump in. It's a snake draft. There will be six of us. I, th- I think I set it for $3 today, which is exactly your promo code to get in, so it's free. And... Uh, it's really fun. You just draft your own players. It takes about five minutes to do a snake draft, and then you watch as the night goes on. So uh, if you haven't done it with buddies, I'd strongly suggest it. It's really, really fun. Promo code's LOGS. All right, let's get to it. Uh, there's actually some good news going on here, guys. Um, I understand. I'm with you. This is, this is a tough little stretch, I think, uh, and things are materializing differently than... Uh, many of us had anticipated for this season, and that's not happened before the last kind of the run back up to last year. We all knew exactly what was going to happen going into a season. And then this year, I think we had hopes that 
you know, we'd bond together and screw Gordon and we'd be all right. And uh, at times so far this year, we haven't looked all right. And so there's a, I got it. I'm with you. I understand uh, how many of you are feeling. But here's some good news. What have we been asking out of Rodney Hood? I've been asking Rodney Hood to get consistent. For Rodney Hood to stop having huge variance in performance, to minimize the bell curve. That you, you'd far rather have Rodney Hood averaging 16 points a game, scoring 16 points every night, than you would having Rodney Hood scoring 26 one night and 10 the next. Divide it in two, you got 16 points, but you are guaranteed to lose. Now, right now it's hard because we're actually, Rodney's got to be the key guy. Uh, and there's probably a level where some of his efficiency could increase. But... Look at his little trend here. 17, 12's not great, but he only played 26 minutes that night. 19, 19, 19, 16. Now we're talking. Largely because the two worst shooting days, he went to the free throw line. He went to the free throw line 10 times and 8 times against the 76ers in the heat. Didn't go to the line against the Nets. Hit 5 of 8 from 3. Shot it pretty well against Minnesota, went to the line three times, and finished with 16 points. He only played 21 minutes that night. But we're getting a level of consistency out of Rod. And if you actually take opening night where you had the gastric stress out, you had the variance early in the year. You had the 20, the 22, then the 13, then the 25, then the zero. Since then, since coming off the bench, just kind of this even-keeled, steady performance. Now, if he can consistently go to the free throw line, that would be a huge step in the right direction. Huge step. Because at some point, the next step here is making sure that he's efficient enough. Haven't haven't updated my pack numbers since last week, but I think he was negative pack as of last week. We'll do it on Friday. He was a negative .6 pack. I, I'm going to guess he's moving a little bit better in that direction. You know, a year ago, Rod went to the free throw line, and this is the number to watch, is how many possessions is he using going to the line? So a year ago, in what was a poor year, he went to the free throw line 6.5% of the time. As of last Friday, he was up to 7.7, so that's a, that's a considerable increase. Best part about it is he was keeping the three-point shooting. A year ago, he took 39% of his shots as threes. This year, he's at 37. And again, this is not updated through uh, any earlier than where he was. Uh, I think this is last Friday's numbers. And again, as I said, we'll update them. But this is a pretty encouraging step in the development of Rodney Hood. And, And to some extent, what we're trying to figure out now, uh, and this is what I was going to get to and we're trying to find on the road trip, is how each piece fits. And then, in the case of Rodney, specifically with his contract, what is his piece? Who Who is Rodney? Is he a starting two guard? Is he going through the year that Gordon Hayward did when Gordon Hayward was asked to lead the team? And he's figuring out how to do that, and a year from now he'll be able to lead the team? I don't. I don't see that. 
We're also 14 games into the season, so let's let him have some space and see whether or not maybe that's what he becomes. But Hayward had a different element to him that led me to believe uh, a little bit more that he was going to be able to be that guy. So then, if that's is he a start? I still don't know. I mean, I really, um, I really don't know the projection on Rodney Hood. If, if I'm being entirely honest, I don't know if he's a sixth man off the bench. I don't know if he's just a rotation player. I don't know if he's a starter. And I don't think he's a primary option go-to guy. But worth noting, if we go back to the 15-16 season and go grab the first 14 games of Gordon Hayward's year, Gordon Hayward shooting 42%, 36% from three, 18 points, five rebounds, three assists, and a steal. He's better than Rod is right now. And he had just, only because he, frankly, in the 14th game, it's Clippers kind of busted out and dropped a 33-point game. You know, had I done this a day earlier, he's shooting 41%, 31% from three, averaging 16 points, five rebounds, and two assists. Now, now he's actually stunningly similar to where Rod is right now. You know, I, I did it. I did it out of goodness if I had done it a day earlier. It suddenly looks a little bit different. Now, we're not, and maybe Gordon had less of a burden, frankly. So, while I've closed the book to that, I'm not sure, and don't think that's who Rodney is, maybe that's not even fair either. Right? So we still have a lot of learning to do, and and the team is is got to figure out. And I'm going to talk about this in the upcoming segment: who, what, when, where, how. To me, that's the story of this trip. We'll we'll get to that in a second. Just just to compare those numbers precisely, because I suddenly realized I was insinuating you would know Rodney's numbers off the top of his head. Rodney is at 15.7 points, two rebounds, and two assists. So Gordon was averaging one point more, three rebounds more, and assists more. Rodney's shooting 38% for the field, 38% from three, 97% from the line. Gordon was at 41, 31, and 78%. Now, we altered that to make it work. We took out the 33 that Gordon scores in. Then we have a homestand where Gordon goes gets going. 24, 24, 22, 18, 24. And then he goes up and down a little bit again that year. It's a lot of 25s to 10s, a lot of 15s. And then he had a stretch in January where he clicked back in and kind of grasped it, and we saw it. Uh, so, again, who is Rodney Hood is still, I think, an enormous question for the organization. And the good sign is a level of consistency we have not seen up to this point. All right, Thanksgiving week is coming. So it is definitely time to head to the store. 6200 South, 20th East. Uh, the guys there do a great time. I actually, it's so funny, I just uh, I saw Jeff the other day. Um, all right, 
I saw Scott the other day, and um, the other day as I was uh, over at Public having coffee, so he was over there, and he was all fired up. The cold brew machine is in. you got to stop by. I'm like, I'm out of town all week. So Thanksgiving is basically going to be here. They have uh, partnered with a fabulous, fabulous farm and have amazing prices on turkeys, uh, all sorts of fabulous specials uh, going on that you should grab as you as you come on in. The uh, When you walk in, I think I've told you before, if you go left, you've got the orange juice maker, you've got the cold brew machine, uh, I think they're going to have a kombucha uh, home there, they've got all the salsas, all the rest there, that's that's really part, well, maybe the place where I stop fastest. Uh, and then for Thanksgiving, they've got some really exciting uh, things for you. They, the Destel Farms partnership that I just uh, kind of started to be mentioned to, uh, they, they've cooked some of these. They did a whole tasting test to make sure what was just best because they were switching farms, uh, and they think this is by far the best. So that's available for you. They've got an urban farm and feed. They've got a partnership with their pies uh, for unreal fresh homemade pies. Great company. They are blowing out the doors right now. So stop by and get those. The cake to floors. My wife, who is not a big cake lover, and we took them over to our friend's house uh, for dinner. A bunch of people then first pronounced they didn't like cake, and then the whole thing disappeared. So it's over the store at 6200 South, 20th East. They also have the Ace right on the backside of them uh, connected. So there's, you know, if you, they've got the best Traeger line. Um, they've got, if you're going to go do the deep fried turkey, they probably can set you up with all that. I don't know if they can, but I'm assuming because they can kind of do everything over there. Uh, the deep fried turkeys. That is just nuts. My good friend, Mike Plummer used to deep fry our turkeys. Actually, he's who I had dinner with last night. He's moved. It was one of the most comical nights that I've had in a long time was the Thanksgiving night where we decided to deep fry a turkey. It was it was pretty incredible. All right, so just head out over to 6200 South, 20 East. The Mudslide Cookie is my personal favorite. Uh, so go grab it. Get that personal touch. Feel what they've got going on. Uh, and there's the store and Ace Hardware Cottonwood right next to it uh, as well. So super, super good environment. You can tell it's got the personal touch. And check it out. The store, 6200 South, 20 East. So the upcoming road trip. What do we want to get done on this upcoming road trip? Now, I, you know, I think there's a there's a bunch of things we could if things click back in, we probably can re-engage some conversation about whether or not we, the Jazz have a chance to make a run to get back into the playoff race. Right now, the playoff race seems a little out of it. So that's the first thing. Like just from a simple standpoint, if, you know, link together surprising wins and, and put this together uh then maybe we've maybe we can re-engage that conversation surprising wins i say because i was over on basketball reference last night and they have your upcoming five games and they have your win probability in the five what do you think the win probability for the jazz is tonight against the knicks they have it at 35 percent. i was surprised that's low in brooklyn it's at 45 percent in Orlando, it's at 33%. And at Philadelphia, it's at 36%. So now that does, by definition, mean I think you should get one of them, even though you're not favored in any of them. But here's a road trip we're going on to New York, Brooklyn, Orlando, Philadelphia, that I think when the schedule came out, 
we had hoped that this was kind of our last gasp before things got really hard, and we're not favored in any of the first four games of this. Well, the only four games of it. So, little surprised by that, honestly. Didn't didn't think that that was going to be um, the case. But that tells us a little bit about where we are. So what do we what do we want to get done here? I think the first thing, and I kind of alluded to this in the first segment, is we've got to begin to get some understanding of what everyone's offensive roles are on this team. Not easy at all. But I if there's any if there's any way to do it. So maybe it maybe Donovan's a lead dog. Like, we've got to figure this out. It's a crazy idea that Donovan could be the lead dog, but maybe he is. So Donovan's suddenly the lead dog. What does Ricky's role? What is Ricky supposed to be doing with this team? How do we help him out of these doldrums by him understanding what his role is? Ingles and Cephalosha, who at times to me look like they're pushing beyond they're natural. Maybe that's reality. Can A.B., who's played decently recently, can he somehow do something that fits into a role and then relieves the burden on some of the other guys? Or with Joe Johnson out for still another two weeks, are some of these, and Rudy out, and Dante out, are some of these things just not attainable for this for this team? But that's I'd like to see some semblance of order so that guys can begin to fit in and settle themselves and know what their role is each night. I'm watching a team, because of the shooting struggles, then starts to turn the ball over and starts to press outside of their natural spot. That's that's what I've seen. And and with Ricky is the most intense example of that so far and so when you look at this road trip if there's a way offensively for some element of this team to begin to understand who they are I think that would be the first thing I would look for the second one honestly a little bit of defensive um, a little bit of defensive discipline I, I don't think that Quinn's very pleased with some of the defensive discipline of this team. And when you start to look at night-to-night athleticism, we're short on a lot of it. Right? So Jeff Teague, Ricky Rubio, Jeff Teague's a better athlete. Jimmy Butler, Donovan Mitchell, they're probably equal athletes, but Jimmy Butler's a man. Andrew Wiggins, Joe Ingles, I need not continue. Uh, Jonas Terebko... Taj Gibson, I'm not sure. Carl Anthony Towns, Derek Favors, probably Carl Anthony Towns. So when you're playing and you're suddenly physically outmatched at three or four of the five positions, athletically, you better be really, really detail-oriented with your defense. And I'm not sure we're there right now. I think that, and I don't know, is that this group? Is that some of the personality? Ricky's a gambler. Is that offensive struggle 
rolling over into defensive lack of discipline? Is that the effort this year to be more turnover, create more turnovers, has led to a lack of discipline? All, all different questions. No, no clear answers on any of them. So I think that's what I'm look. Survive the first thing from a big picture standpoint. You know, if we go 0 and four on the trip, then we we're readjusting goals for the season. Can we stay alive in this trip in some capacity? And then can we figure out some order of who we are for the next month without Rudy? That would be the key. If you're in Utah, Grip 6, which is the belt company, I have them with me right now, uh, both my brown and my black one, is having their first ever Utah appreciation sale. Customers can come to their storefront in Draper and receive all their Black Friday Cyber Monday deals all week long. So... Uh, several deals before the days before the big retail shopping season. They'll be selling everything in their collection 40% off. This offer is only available for these days and at the Draper storefront. So the classic belt, I think I've told you about a, uh, a good deal, which is uh, regularly $35 on sale for 21 So the cool thing, the really cool thing about Grip 6 is there's no flaps, there's no holes, and the cinches in with this patented connection, so you get the right fit every single time. Some of the guys that listen to the show, heavy guys, said that they've uh, they've had a great experience with it. I got three guys yesterday who tweeted me that they've just jumped on recently. They're great fathers or thanks Christmas gifts. Uh, they're also be giving away T-shirts with logos and things of that nature. So they the new business three pack and steel hanger combo is available for only sixty dollars. It's normally ninety nine. So. Uh, you also can see a tour of how the belts are made if you're interested in that. Maybe the kids will think that. And they even have a women's and children's series of belts. The new belts will be available for purchase, but in-store only. So that is at their Draper store, the first ever Utah Appreciation Store. Now what you want to know is where. Off I-15, exit 291 on 126th at 75th. How do you say this correctly? South, off of Minuteman Drive. Let's, let me... Minuteman Drive. Let me see if I can get this right. How do you say this? 126 75th? No. 12675 South. Uh, off of Minuteman Drive. 12675 South. One block after the Ramada and Draper. Two blocks out before Camping World. The exact address is 57th East. 126 75th South. No, that's not right. 12,675 South? That's not right. How do we say the big numbers? How do us Utahns do that? I don't even know. All right, well, hopefully you'll find it. How about one block after the Ramada and two blocks before a camping world? And if you can't find it, just curse me. The New York Knicks. Chris Stapps, Przingis. He's pretty awesome. 30 points a game. 31 and over his last 10. Over his last 10 games, he's shooting 52%, 44% from three, 85% from three. Who guards him tonight? Because they got Canner. And Canner's viable. Canner's difficult to deal with. So who guards Chris Stapps, Przingis tonight? 
Do you open with Jarebko and Kristaps Porzingis? I think he annihilates him. He's 7-3. You can't put favors on him because then Jarebko's trying to guard Cantor. Cantor's a beast, guys. Cantor's defense is terrible. I'm sure we'll try to exploit it all night long. But he's also 68% at the rim, 14 points and 11 rebounds a game, and four of them are offensive. In a day and age where the offensive rebound is disappearing from the game, Ennis Cantor is grabbing four offensive rebounds and suddenly has value that other people do not have in this league. It's pretty interesting. That's... I, I, the league average is down to 22% on offensive rebounds. Therefore, I think the offensive rebound is becoming more valuable. I, I'm only thing I wish that was different about the Jazz this season is that they weren't 28th in the league in offensive rebound. 25th. That, to me, is a bummer. Because I think that's where we have to make hay when we can't shoot. Is getting extra possessions inside. I got it. We're trying to get back in transition. We're not the most athletic team in the whole world. I understand why, you know, our transition defense has been incredible. We're giving up something to get something. I, I just want everything. From the Knicks standpoint, it's the Przingis show. But Cantor makes it difficult. So you got a 7-3 guy, and then you've got somebody who's got to try to follow, stay with Cantor. The last five games, Kristaps Przingis is 13 of 23 on above-the-break threes. 13 of 23. His floater zone, so paint non-restricted, which is like the worst shot in the game, he's at 62%. Because of that, the Knicks take the second-most mid-range shots in the league. They take the fewest corner threes in the league. They do not play the most analytically smart game. Now, that might be because of what Chris Depps can do just naturally. Nilakina, their rookie point guard, will play tonight. His minutes are increasing. He's exactly where all rookies are. He's struggling on above-the-break threes. He's five of his last 21 on above-the-break threes. Having a little bit of a struggle at the rim. It's why what Donovan's done to improve in those areas is so so darn impressive. Overall, they're the 8th best offensive team, 20th defensive team. They play slow. They're 26 in three-point attempts and only 22nd overall in shooting them. They are a very, they're the second best offensive rebounding team in the league. We're going to dig into offensive rebounding. i got to work on a piece. I need to write this up so that I'm ahead of the curve and being right on this one. Their defense is good against the shot, which is a little unnerving. They're bad. They don't force turnovers. They don't defensive rebound. And they foul a little too much. So we've got to be aggressive. Rodney's got to get to the line. Donovan's got to get to the line. They're pretty good defending the shot because of Chris Tapps. In fact, I think, let me check it to make sure, they are the number two team in the league defending the restricted area, 57%. And they're the number two team in the league defending the mid-range. They're not good defending the corner three. This is where the Jazz make K tonight. They've allowed 119 corner three attempts. I believe that's the most of anyone in the NBA. So, or, let me see if that's right. Yes. Their defense allows the most threes. 
They allow opponents to take 40% of their shots from three last in the NBA. And they allow opponents to take 11% of their shots as corner threes last in the NBA. So that's that's where the Jazz have got to make hay tonight. All right, we never got our sixth player for the draft. So if you're hearing this, you might, and I might load up another one. I might do more than one today. So check it out on uh, draft on your Android or your Apple. Promo code is LOJazz. I think it gets you a $3 entry for free. And so I'll just make a $3 thing so you're in for free. LO Jazz Snake Draft, really fun. We'll do that tonight, uh, today as well. There's 11 games today, so it's a great day to do this and have fun. Stop by the store at 6200 South, 20th East. To get all your Thanksgiving needs. If you haven't been out there before, it's anywhere in your vicinity, please stop by. I think you'll really get a great understanding of what I talk about, about the fun, fr- friendly vibe that exists in the store. And Grip6 has got their belt thing going on at Draper, and now you all can tell me how the heck I'm supposed to say if you're at like 106 24th South, would that be it? So 126 75th South, is that right? 126 75th South. Maybe that is how you're supposed to say it. Off Minuteman Drive. 57th East, 126th South, 75. South. I 15, exit 291. Then on to 126 75th South off of Minuteman Drive. And then one block after the Ramada, Draper, and two blocks before Camping World. You'll find it, and it'll be worth it because you're getting 40% off. Don't complain that I got you lost. You're getting 40% off. Have a great day. See ya.